Listener Production. US stocks in the doldrums as investors look ahead to the next catalyst. And Aussie shares expected to end the week down ahead of testimony from Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Friday the 9th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, as we enter the final session of the week in local terms, the Dow Jones just in positive territory, the S&P 500. Likewise, the NASDAQ up by around 0.2 of a percent. A little bit of a move higher as far as government bond yields are concerned, interest rates a touch higher. So really, there's not much on offer here as far as insights are concerned. We saw investors size up major corporate earnings reports. We had a roughly in line jobs report and continuing remarks from US Federal Reserve policymakers to deal with last night. We did see the S&P 500 index almost touch the 5,000 mark, which yes. would be a record high. Yeah. It got to 4,999.89, bit Bradman-esque. I think if you were to just pull back a little bit and consider how the mindset of the market could be described, we've had some rather impressive numbers from corporates in some respects. Uh, The tech names have passed muster. That has been important. And now you've got these indices uh, around record highs and they feel like they need another puff of wind to come along. And what's that puff of wind going to be generated by? Uh, Is it going to be those CPI figures next week? Well, I think Tuesday's CPI figures are going to be critical in all this. But of course, we've got what's called the annual CPI revisions to contend with tonight. Now, each year, the Bureau of Labor Statistics in the United States recalculates the consumer price index seasonal factors over a five-year period by incorporating price movements from the year just completed. So what's important to note here is that means that there'll be adjustments to historical consumer price index numbers, potentially monthly. So just quickly, I'm a Labrador. Explain to me why this is important. Well, it's a big deal because it could show inflation momentum was stronger than first thought, perhaps, or even weaker than first thought. So what we saw in 2022 uh, and into 2023 as well was those revisions catching the US Federal Reserve off guard. And the 2023 update will have the market very watchful to see what it may mean for the timing of the first US Federal Reserve rate cut this year. One of the risks within this outcome is that uh, inflation could be a little bit hotter than what uh, had been previously estimated. And then uh, that conversation about uh, whether or not we're going to get rate cuts uh, takes on a slightly different complexion. It could throw some cold water on those recent good inflation numbers. So it could be a wonky outcome, which could have the markets in a bit of a flap. But the other thing to note last night is we had an incredibly strong bond auction. So the US Treasury auctioned $25 billion of 30-year notes at a yield of 4.36% into strong demand. And that was despite the fact that we did see the 10-year Treasury up by six basis points to 4.16% and the two-year up three basis points to 4.45%. So the big focus was the fact that we saw unemployment benefits, the claims for those fall for the first time in three weeks down by about 9,000 to 218,000 last week. So just quickly, again, on those bond auctions. So uh, for people who aren't familiar with the, the bond market, the US government has sold a whole bunch of bonds in the last day. And the interest rate that is being offered by buying those securities are quite attractive at these levels. And investors 
are thinking, you know what, I am quite happy to, to buy these bonds and, and get this rate of return under these circumstances, knowing what we know. And why that's important for stocks is because, you know, at these levels, stocks have to compete with bonds for the marginal investor. So the marginal investor is tossing up, do I buy a stock that might have you know, a little more upside or do I just play it safe and buy this government bond that I know will give me this rate of return for a period? A great explanation, Tom. US Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond President Thomas Barkin was the latest to reiterate policymakers have time to be patient about the timing of rate cuts. So the communication continues to push back against that timing and the likelihood of a rate cut in March slipped to 16.5% in the latest futures pricing. And that's down from the more recent one of 36.5% last week. And of course, that's on the back of the fact that we saw employers still largely holding on to their workers last week. Indeed. So let's just quickly wade into the corporate side of things because we had numbers from Walt Disney in the last day. And that is important for a variety of reasons, not only for Disney, because uh, Bob Iger, who had previously left the organization, had been brought back in to try and turn things around. Also, that streaming landscape which Disney is cutting its teeth in, is so competitive at the moment. And Disney delivered some much better than expected numbers. They were better for Q1. Uh, Mr. Iger indeed said that the company's turned a corner, as perhaps he might. There were broker upgrades, dividend up 50%. Ryan, uh, for the period, and they offered some strong guidance. Indeed. And we also heard the announcement of a $3 billion US dollar share repurchase plan, a 50% increase in the dividend, as you mentioned, and also a gaming investment and plans to launch an ESPN streaming service in 2025. So good numbers all around there for Disney. We also saw Ralph Lauren gain 17% following a third quarter revenue beat. So strong numbers from them too. But the weakness was really for PayPal overnight, Tom. Yeah, the payments uh, gateway missed expectations and they are uh, one of the organizations distinguishing themselves on the losers list. This is a tough area at the moment. It is indeed. It's very competitive and certainly it was one of the biggest attractors on the S&P 500 overnight. We also saw ARM soar 54.3% after the British tech company forecast quarterly sales and profit above expectations as customers aim to design new chips for artificial intelligence work, generating higher royalties and that provided a level of support for the NASDAQ index. Let's just reflect on what's uh, looming for the local picture today. The SPY futures are pointing to a decline of around 0.1%. The market was up by a third of a percent. Look, the um, big news yesterday was those much um, softer than expected Chinese inflation numbers, which are significant for the outlook for uh, local uh, local resource stocks, but also in terms of the broader picture globally for inflation, Ryan. Yes. So we saw deflation continue in China at the beginning of 2024, and we saw the consumer price index fall by 0.8% in January from a year earlier. And that was the weakest outcome since 2009. So those deflationaries continue to stalk the Chinese economy. And what it all means is that if this continues, then consumers in China are likely to put off their purchases, continue to save, 
and that'll be a big weight on the Chinese economy at a time when the property sector is already in a crisis. Well, really, these numbers already uh, highlight an acute caution on the part of the con- uh, Chinese consumer. And the question now is that, you know, after all of the measures being announced by the Chinese government, what more do they have to do to try and get the ball rolling? Uh, today, uh, in terms of corporate news, it's a bit thin. Uh, Boral is the uh, organization that is slated to deliver numbers today. All prices noteworthy overnight. Uh, they have had quite the march high over the course of the last couple of days. They've risen by as much as 6%, up 3% last night. Yes, we saw the US oil NYMEX price hovering around 76.23 US dollars a barrel with Brent at 81.58 US dollars a barrel. So that's on the back of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, his dismissal of a potential ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war, and that's bolstered crude's geopolitical risk premium. Also, the iron ore price jumped 1.6% to 129.07 US dollars a tonne yesterday, and that's on that property demand hope. We've seen a bunch of initiatives rolled out by the Chinese government in recent days. And that has provided some hope for Chinese demand after the Lunar New Year period. Indeed. Uh, and that's probably something to bear in mind. We're well into that uh, moment where Asian markets will be winding down for the Lunar New Year uh, celebrations that they inevitably have at this time of the year. So perhaps um, a lackluster sessions in prospect for the local market today. It appears that way. And if you look at the Aussie dollar, the Aussie dollar has slid from 65.24 US cents to 64.80 US cents and is near 64.90 cents. And all eyes today, Tom, will be on testimony from Michelle Bullock, the RBA governor. She appears before the House of Representatives Standing Committee on the Economics at 9.30 a.m. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for your company this week. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.